Welcome to Movies or Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. Hope everyone had a wonderful Independence Day holiday. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed some fireworks, uh, has got some time to have fun with their friends and family, eating some good hamburgers, hot dogs, and hopefully during this time uh, you've been able to watch some movies. I thought this was a good chance to take a break from the rom-com list that we've been going through. That's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, the next one coming up will be about Notting Hill, and I did that with one of my very first bosses, but also he's been an incredible mentor for me in the communications and media world, Robin Creaseman. So make sure to subscribe and follow us because that episode will be coming out next week. But I thought, uh, you know, it's about the middle point of the summer, uh, and so that means a lot of people have been going to the movie theaters, one, to get away from the heat, but also catch up on some of their favorite movies. Uh, I haven't I haven't gone and seen the new Indiana Jones movie yet. Honestly, probably won't. Um, loved Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was uh, growing up. Uh, I mean, very formidable movie in my early childhood. I've, I've always loved the series. And I just, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just kind of, uh, just close the door for me. <laughs> I have no desire uh, to see this new one, even as much as I love Harrison Ford. But uh, anyway, I thought this would be a good chance to to quickly hit on some of the films I have seen uh, this summer. We're going to touch on The Little Mermaid, Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, and Elemental. Whitney uh, was kind enough to join me and talk about The Little Mermaid. We went and saw that as a family. And then also, Mark Blish was able to carve some time out of his schedule to jump on real quick and talk about Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, and Elemental. And I thought he provides some really good takes on that. So why don't we just go ahead and jump into the conversations? I thought I'd bring Whitney in to talk about The Little Mermaid, the new live action version. And we saw it on opening weekend, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So what are your quick thoughts about it? Quick thoughts are it was way better than I ever dreamed it would be. I, I don't know. I think I just had in my mind that it would be like, like one of those real life ones that came out on on like nbc primetime and i but i thought it was really good um another you just want me to go through my quick thoughts yeah sure the dad the king titan triton triton played by javier bardem all right i didn't think it was very good he he kind of he's an amazing actor right maybe they just didn't utilize him but he they i just thought he he was bored or it was boring him and and i'll say uh uh not too long he's actually in lao lao crocodile and in that movie, I thought I was like he was the one thing that saved that movie. Like he was looking like yeah, he was having fun. Totally. I, so I don't know if he felt a little bogged down by the CGI of it all. <laughs> yeah, something about that was weird. Um, I I felt like there's a lot of other little thoughts I had, but just as quick thoughts, the way they had to move in the water all the time was pretty fascinating to yeah. me. Their bodies moving. Um, I saw a live action like Finding Nemo the other day and the kids moved in that the whole time and it really made me notice that they were having to do that. So I thought that that was really cool that they had to do that. I have other thoughts, but that's where I'll start. Yeah, I thought Halle Bailey as Ariel was really good in it. Um, also thought Jonah, I guess Jonah Howard King, uh, who played Eric, uh, I thought he, he was actually pretty good in it, even though a little bit, we spent a lot of time with him. I'm not quite sure why Eric had to get so much screen time in this thing. Yeah, same with his parents. I mean, I got the whole premise of it, but I I thought that the, I thought both sets of parents were just boring. And for a kid's movie, 
Like King Triton even could have been either over the top scary, but the stepmom or the mom, I guess, adopted mother and father were just also like so serious and kind of boring. And that was the part that I was a little like, what? If they were going to be background characters that didn't add to the film, why were they in it so much? Right. Uh, did you like, well, first, the songs overall, but how did you feel about the songs that we, you know, have come to love and the song, the new songs? Yeah, I thought the film? songs were great. Um, the negative side for me is that they did not play the song where they were kicking, uh, cooking the in the kitchen yeah. where they were going to cook up the, the crab. Um, right? Crab? Yeah, Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian. They were going to cook him. They didn't sing that one, and I love that one. Uh, but they, I did love the new song, Scuttlebutt was like my favorite. I thought Aquafina like was totally made the movie. Yes. Um, that character was fabulous. Um, so I liked that new song. I thought the other new songs were good. Yeah. Um, I thought they stood on there. They did well adding them in. Yeah. And also I, I just want to front it with, um, I really <laughs> did not have any desire to see this movie, but <laughs> because, uh, now it's a little different now. Finally, there's some family films that have been coming out. So we just were dying to just go to the movies. And so, and then I saw kind of from the get go that this movie had, uh, decently positive reviews. And so I was like, Oh, okay. So it was way better than I thought it, thought it would be, uh, for sure. And one, one of those reasons I thought was Melissa Mc- um, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, which totally surprised me. I, I thought she was a really good Ursula in this. Yeah, I did too. I thought she was really good. I don't, I don't know why she surprised you. I no, I've always liked her. I just the the fact that she would be such a CGI esque character. That's kind of yeah, how I wondered sure. how she would do with something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, she because her as a person actress alone. I think is enough. Like, yeah. You know, so, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. I thought it was really pretty the whole time. I mean, it was visually... Maybe that is going to play better in the movie theater than it will on your home television. Um, even though home TVs are great now, but I, seeing it big and in the big theater was pretty impressive. Yeah, but I will say I probably got mentally a little bit more into it when they were actually in the human world than when we were spending so much time you me know, too. under the water. Yeah, but, me too. Yeah, Um. Um. So you recommend this movie? Yeah, I'd recommend going. Again, I did not think it was going to be good going into it. I was with you. I just wanted to go eat popcorn and be in the air conditioning um, in the dark for a few hours. But I was really in um, Hayden, our youngest, who doesn't usually get super invested in movies, was super in. And so I thought that was good. Um, And yeah, (laughs) I thought it was good. I will also say, so Hayden is uh, seven and... As far as kind of scariness goes, you know, um, she handled it really well. And we were talking earlier, and she actually said the cartoon version scared her more than this one <laughs> actually yes, did. Yes, and that's what I've heard from a lot of people. But then I've read somebody's review the other day, like not a critic, but just like a parent. And they said they were terrified. And I was like, I, I don't know what movie you were watching, but I wasn't ever scared on yeah. this one. Yeah, I think maybe towards the end when Ursula becomes a huge monster and all that. Yeah, but, but it still felt pretty tame compared to even the cartoon. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, so I I don't know what you'd give it. I ended up getting a Little Mermaid three stars out of five overall. Okay. Um, you give it a little yeah, higher. Yeah, no, I think, I think I would give it a, I think three out of five would be good. Maybe a three and a half. But, you know, 
I guess that's out of a whole movie scale, so I would give it a three. But as far as a family film to go and see, I would I would recommend going. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I want to reiterate. I I thought Halle Bailey as a lead, she really stood out, and I think it'll be a lot of fun to see what she does moving forward because her, her voice was beautiful. And uh, I would love to. See, Rob Marshall directed this, who famously directed Chicago, and he used to do a lot. Of, uh, videos with Michael Jackson and stuff like that. So he, he knows this musical world. It'd be fun to see them uh, pair up with each other again. But, yeah. yeah. I'm welcoming in a uh, returning guest, Mark Blitch. He, uh, last time he joined us, we did the top 10 films and TV shows of the year. Uh, people really responded to those lists a lot. So uh, that's, that's pretty fun. So, and I, I caught up on some of the ones you, uh, you recommended that I hadn't seen and enjoyed them like the outfit, uh, which was one of them. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So, um, but everything's going well in your, your world. I mean, you, Mr. Cans, uh, I guess we can call right. you. Well, no, no, <laughs> um, no, um, no, things have been good. Yeah. Things have been good. I had a movie, um, a short film that I did for, um, I had a short film that I did for like a speed film festival. I had, it, it got to premiere or not premiere. It got to play at can, which was fun. I didn't get to go. Uh, it was, it wasn't in competition there. And uh, I kind of had to make a decision. Is it more worth me going on a family vacation with, with my family in the fall or does, is it worth me going to can? And so I kind of, I kind of bit the bullet on that one, but I don't really, for the people that went like, they're glad they went, but I, it didn't seem like, it seemed like I made the right call because yeah. it wasn't like anything to receive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing is we're recording this conversation. So if you need that snippet of what you just said for any kind of future family endeavors, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> no, no, that's good. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sorry, I have to just mention you got to meet Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just for my work. We, I, we, only, we only got to hang out for about an hour and a half um, in, in Oakland. Just you know, did a little interview with him, uh, talking about Chadwick with with uh, with Chadwick's brother Derek. Oh, cool. Uh, not really sure what's what that's going to come to at the end of the day, but we had an opportunity, and so we kind of jumped on it, and then we'll figure out the rest later. Well, nice. That's so cool. Um, I know you're a big fan of Creed. Creed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I got I got to tell him too. I got to tell him kind nice. of how. how how important you know rocky's been to like my 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 you know my family growing up and just say thanks like that i i didn't want to nerd out too much but right but uh you don't know when you're gonna get an opportunity like that again so i tried to i tried to be cool calm and collected i don't know if it, if it <laughs> came across that way or if i came across like an idiot yeah. So if anybody's garnered anything from this conversation is that Mark is way cooler than I am. <laughs> so he, he's, he's our inside man. Well, no. um, well, I thought we could quickly hit on these two films and I think maybe uh, we haven't, we don't know uh, of each other's opinions on these films. I, I'm going to go ahead and start with a high point for me, but sure. uh, which is a uh, Spider-Man across the spider verse. I'm just guessing that, you love this movie, but am I taking a shot in the dark with that? Uh, no, it's fair to say. I actually, I I understand the genius of the first one, but for some reason, I find myself falling asleep in mm. the first one. Okay. So I was a little bit like, look, I know it's one of the greatest anime movies of all time, but I, I was also like, I also know that the first one didn't land like as much as I wanted it to. I don't know why. That being said, 
this landed a 100% with me. And yeah. so it, it, I, it can, I, I fell in love with it. It was awesome. Yeah. So I saw the first one on Netflix. Like I had heard great things about it. And so, you know, kind of caught up with it really having not any amazing uh, expectations. I, I would say, uh, I've probably seen a lot of animated films just because of my kids' ages, but I wouldn't say I was a connoisseur. And that film blew me away. Um, and so, but I, I remember kind of what you said, the sentiment you gave, because I, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about it, but just knowing that the vi it was visually one of the uh, most astounding things I had seen. So with this one, I wanted like, for sure, I wanted to see it in the theater, went and saw yeah. it in IMAX. And yes, uh, I mean, the storytelling, I mean, if, if the storytelling's not there, the visuals can, you know, can be lackluster. But it, I, to me, it was a perfect combination of just things I hadn't seen before. But also, um, I mean, a lot of the moments are just true, like heartfelt conversations between the kind of teenage characters and their parents. Yeah. And it's a very relational film. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I, I don't know if that spoke to you at any level. Yeah. Um Honestly, I was I was just wondering, you know, with my ADD brain and my kids ADHD brain, like, is this going to be too distracting? It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> but I never found like I found it to be incredibly immersive. I loved every choice they made. I thought Gwen Stacy's world with the watercolors was awesome. I yes. thought it was gorgeous. I thought you know Spider Punk. I thought he was great. <laughs> he was I, hilarious. I, I loved all that stuff. Uh, really glad to see Daniel Kaluuya do something a little bit lighter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so he, he's kind of one of my favorite actors working. And so I was really excited to see what he brought. And I thought he was, seemed like he was having so much fun. And, and the whole villain of the week um, aspect with the spot I thought was great. And his origin story with the bagel and how that's like the <laughs> second bagel reference in a multiverse story with everything <laughs> everywhere all at once yeah um, and it's just uh it was just it was so much fun to where like my son my 10 year old turned to me afterwards and he's usually like my uh contrarian you know he usually yeah. does like what we like and he's like dad i'm ready for the next one to start now oh wow and and so i'm like that's a that, that was a really great ringing endorsement yeah i that was one thing i couldn't really tell honestly like you know someone like your son's age like really how because it visually it's a it's a lot like it's a lot, it's, yeah. it's a lot. and so you know it's almost kind of I, I wondered about that like uh, someone around his age you know if kids would really i could see them connecting to it certainly i could see them revisiting it like 10 years from now and going like oh wow i missed a lot you know with yeah. <laughs> a lot with the conversations and that sort of thing but um it, it, to me i feel like even with a spider punk character there were lots of uh funny moments as well but i think jokes the jokes are even so fast sometimes yeah like you it, it's, it's definitely worth a second watch so okay. yeah um I'll, I'll say though one thing and i don't think this is spoilery to say you know I, I always purposely try to avoid a lot of things uh this movie is definitely a first part uh to a second oh, part yeah. movie and i did not know that and so i knew how long the movie was and i was kind of like um they're gonna have to be wrapping things up pretty fast yeah. and so i do wish i knew that going in honestly but uh i mean it won't ruin your experience but uh um definitely uh but you know it does 
conclude just like, you know, Empire Strikes Back going into Return of the Jedi, you know, that I think this movie can stand on its own for a lot of merits. And you can see how maybe the third one's going to go in a whole different um, realm. Yeah. So to yeah. Speak. yeah. Yeah. So you re recommend this movie? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It'll definitely be in the top of my top 10 of my year. I, I think so. I think it's number two right now for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say I, it's really even an animated movie that I feel like even if you're not someone who goes to see such things, I, it really is gra groundbreaking. And I, I think if you're willing to take a shot on it, it even if you're not a superhero fan, or anything like that. I, I think it is a one of a kind experience, and I think you'll appreciate what you see, visually see. Yeah, and, and you can also see the influence that the first one has had on animated films since then. Like, I'm not sure if you saw Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Like, they adopted this the same kind of um, kinetic animation. Oh, okay. Departure from the Shrek franchise. You got Mitchell versus the machines, which I know Lord Miller did something, but even the new Ninja Turtles, like it looks mm. kind of has it. So I feel like it's, it's people are starting to take notice that this is kind of a dynamic style of animation. And you have to wonder how many are going to have a story just as good, or if they, people just think they're going to connect with the visuals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is actually a good transition into the second movie we're going to talk about because one of the directors of this uh, movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, there was three directors. Uh, I listened to an interview with him, uh, Kent, Kent Powers. Uh, he um, <laughs> he mentioned, just so people know, it took him about four years to make this movie, just to give you an idea of like <laughs> everything that goes into such a thing. But Kent Powers uh, worked uh, at Pixar and he worked on uh, the movie Soul, that came out uh, not too long ago on Disney Plus, but he he left Pixar because he basically was intrigued by what so Sony Animation was doing. So I think that's a good segue into Elemental, because yeah. for me, um, it it just felt even though it was a Pixar film, it felt very static and somehow it's like Pixar was innovative with its animation, and somehow now people are going past them i think in the if this was a race uh you know it feels like they're kind of stuck in their style is it am i being too harsh there uh i think a little um i think that you know you weren't going to be batting a thousand like pixar was yes uh, for the longest time like i can't tell you i don't know if i could if i remember i think the first movie of theirs that i didn't like love was maybe a good dinosaur so that was probably yeah um and so i which i think i think it's the same director as elemental i i would have to double check and do a fact check on that but it might be the same <laughs> um and so for this one like you know pixar has been i feel like has been kind of like marvel trying to find its like second legs a little bit at least the mcu um you know after infinity war they kind of haven't found like you know that one new character to, that everyone has kind of fallen in love with right and and with pixar like you know after up and after inside out is probably the last and greatest for me um i was you know they've they, they've done a lot of different things you know like, like i didn't I, I didn't like i didn't love let's scratch that i didn't i thought finding red or being what was it making red gosh what was their panda oh, one? turning red turning yeah. red yeah sorry yeah. Like, like, I thought that one was okay. I thought that, like, you know, it wasn't necessarily 
aimed at, at, at my kids or anything, but, um, yes. but we enjoyed it. And then coming into this one, I didn't know anything really about it. I know that I think Pete doctor was an executive producer is, and he's, in my opinion, one of the greatest storytellers we have outside of um, just with his Pixar pedigree. So I was kind of hoping that they'd mm -hmm. reclaim some of the magic, but I look, to be honest, I was planning on falling asleep during this movie. Like I bought the tickets and I'm like, Oh, this is, I can get a good nap. <laughs> and to its credit, it kept me awake. Okay. And so I don't know if that's a glowing review, um, but <laughs> Mama Duachi, the, 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 the lead uh, voice, uh, he's, awesome and that archive 81 show that i talked about but also in patty cakes and and so he's i was kind of excited to, to see you know what he would do and um but i think i just I, i'm ready for there to be some villains in in, in disney pixar mm, both yeah and both and so I'm, I'm i don't know if if like the city's infrastructure is a worthy like <laughs> like yeah antag antagonist <laughs> yeah you know what I, mean? I get um, that yeah yeah but I, I love all the family dynamic stuff like i uh, i love that being a source of conflict but it just didn't land for me yes like the other ones do in, in a long way of telling you it didn't yeah. land it felt very like a minor b-side of a pick of a better pixar movie yeah no that's a, that's a great way to phrase it and i too i would say and i i still can't grasp quite what it was the first half of this movie i really wasn't with it but there, it, it, it picks up in the second half uh I, I don't know if maybe it's the pace of it you know even though like you said uh infrastructure <laughs> being the villain is maybe yeah uh but um I, I was able to kind of get into it a, a, a little bit more. There are some neat aspects of what they're doing with the fire, with the water. Yeah. I, I thought they almost kind of missed their chance. One of the worst things they could have done. I mean, the, the problem with the Pixar movie now is like, there's just so much to live up to so much expectations just by having that stamp on it. And yeah. a lot of the way this movie was marketed was from the makers of inside out. And so even because these characters, I would say kind of look a little similar in style and stuff, I was yeah. kind of in not, I mean, this is my fault for going in thinking maybe it was going to, it's actually nothing like inside out, which I think yeah. is fine, but it has this world of, you know, uh, fire and water and earth and but it actually doesn't really there's a couple of jokes here and there about this world but it really like it it just kind of stands in the place to tell the story and i thought they could have leaned in a little bit more about maybe explaining the world kind of how like inside out kind of explained yeah you know the psychology of things and not that i needed a science lesson but it was it's basically like oh this is a good way to tell it this basically an immigration story which i like the immigration story but it, it then it just felt like oh yeah we need to throw in a fire joke here or we need to make a water yeah. joke here yeah and so um but both my girl we went and saw it they liked it they enjoyed it yeah uh, when it comes out on disney plus are they going to click on it to watch it again i don't think they will but um yeah so yeah not the worst time but i mean worst uh film ever but uh yeah just it, it's a little hard to kind of really decipher what went wrong with it. Um, because I like the story. I, I like the family heart story, but I almost kind of laugh. Not that you would have a drinking game during a kid's movie, but um, I almost would be like drink every time the father coughs. 
uh, yeah. Dad, I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. I was like, we get it. He's old. <laughs> Move on. But well, and I was wondering, like, what's the end game here? Like, like, the, like, what, what is the, what is the death of a fire? Yeah. Father look like 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 what's going to be? What does that look like? What is he struggling with? You know, is he a smoker? You know that type of thing. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think what it comes down to is I didn't find the world as. To me, Inside Out, if you held a gun to my head, I would tell you might be one of the one of my top 50 movies ever made in my mind. Like, as yeah, far as, I love like, it, too. But there's an L and, that, and that's a really like safe, broad number to give. Maybe I should say 25 just to show a little bit of. Uh, well, 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 certainly uh, it's a decade for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so I think. Whenever time you compare a movie to a uh, movie to Inside Out or from the makers of, you bring in a lot of expectation. But then you also bring in like, well, it's probably not going to touch it because the world of Elemental, while it's visually interesting, there's no real emotional. Like I can understand, like, oh, this is what's going on inside of a twelve-year-old girl, mm -hmm. and like the, I, I remember around that time there were a lot of superhero movies that were all world ending and like, Oh, the world's going to end. Or there's a big blue beam shooting into the sky mm -hmm. or inside out. Like I am like, I'm on the edge of my seat worried about the happiness of a 12 year old, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and her world crumbling. And so there's an element with elemental. There's really none of the mm, yeah. emotional stakes for me, other than it's just kind of a, a rom-com yeah. with water and fire. And, I'm also kind of, I was kind of a little bit confused on, okay, so if this is immigrants, I, 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 I look at the cast of the, of all these and they're all from different backgrounds. So it's hard for me to pinpoint like, okay, who did the, who, and maybe this is just me being ignorant. Who is, who are they representing here? And, mm -hmm. and because some of the prejudice was mainly just, oh, we don't associate with water people yeah and and usually there's something you know and i'm sure that that's definitely happened in the real world but in a kid's movie it feels kind of hard because it, it was hard to pinpoint like okay who exactly are they are who, who and maybe i didn't need the background on the people who made the movie but like it, it just seemed like it was just different it was they're just say oh they're just different for different sake for the sake of conflict mm -hmm. and i guess yeah. i guess i just didn't i didn't latch into that conflict as as I, I wasn't as invested as I, I was just, it was just a cute rom-com to me. Like maybe there yeah. wasn't anything deeper. Right. So yeah. 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 I had a lot of fun with those conversations. Uh, let us know uh, if these are the type of podcasts you, you kind of like these little quick snippets. Uh, I do like doing the deep dives on certain movies, but it's kind of fun just to quickly touch on some of these movies. So uh, your feedback is always appreciated. Email us at moviesyourlifepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your questions, your comments, and any ideas that you had. Uh, this I, I want to make this podcast for you. So uh, we'd love to get a more kind of a feel of what's working or what's not working. Uh, also, let us know what other movies you've been checking out this summer and you would recommend. I uh, actually got a chance to see Asteroid City this past week. Uh, I've always loved Wes Anderson, and it was a thrill for me to watch uh, watch that movie. It probably deserves its own <laughs> really deep dive. It was probably one of the first times a Wes Anderson film I mean, it really, really makes you think. Uh, 
And I, I like that about it. And it's actually probably worth a uh, second viewing, but I uh, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, but if there's anything else that you've been seeing, we're real excited about the new Mission Impossible movie coming out. And also the big, everybody's talking about it, Oppenheimer or Barbie. Which one are you going to go see that weekend? Uh, so hopefully we get a chance to watch those movies and touch on those. As always, check out our website, moviesarelife.com, for episode reviews and more. Uh, there you'll find quick little reviews on the movies we discussed today. Uh, if you love this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review it. This really helps us with finding new listeners. Anyway, I hope everyone is having a great summer. Thanks again for listening, and make sure you check us out next week as we discuss Notting Hill.